Hey, Light Anglers. Today is August 4th. Welcome to this week's episode of The Light Angler. My name is Jack, and today I just wanted to talk about the freedom to choose, also known as free will, and counting converts. Yeah, a little doubleheader today. So, reading the news and taking a look at the world, it's not hard to see that there are a lot of people not very interested in being a Christian. Those of us who are Christians seem to increasingly feel we must convert every single person we are related to, our friends with, and so on to ensure they are part of the kingdom of God. And I agree that we should reach out to everyone around us to share the good news of Christ. That doesn't mean we are to Bible thump them each and every day. This can be really hard when loved ones choose to follow the world rather than Christ, but we must remember that discipleship is not synonymous with persistent, annoying, rude, constant, or any other things that suggest this title means we should force Christianity upon someone. So God has blessed each and every one of us with free will, the ability to make choices for ourselves. Whether good or bad, forcing our will upon another is not allowing the same thing as someone accepting God's will in their life. So Pastor Rick Warren, he had a great article a few years ago on this topic. In his article, he mentions that while God has a plan and a purpose for your life, it's not automatic. He goes on in saying, far too many people miss the purpose of their life because of their poor choices. The Bible says repeatedly that God will not force you to do his will. When Moses led the Jews out of Egypt and into the desert after 400 years of slavery, he told them about a land filled with milk and honey, a land of great bountiful blessing that God had promised them. It would be so different from their years of slavery. But before they went into the promised land, God, through Moses, said to the people the same thing he says to you. Today I'm giving you a choice. You can choose life and success or death and disaster. I am commanding you to be loyal to the Lord to live the way he has told you, and to obey his laws and teachings. You are about to cross the Jordan River and take the land that he is giving you. If you obey him, you will live and become successful and powerful. That's in Deuteronomy 30, verses 15 through 16. So God was giving them a choice. God wanted his people to enjoy the bounty of the promised land, but he didn't make them accept it. The choice was theirs. God wants us all to enjoy what he has for us, but everyone has to accept it on their own. The choice is theirs. Now on the other side of the table are some of us who have made that choice and want to convince everyone to make the same choice and become a Christian, which is great. Only except we can't convert people, and even worse, sometimes that motivation isn't to save souls, but to tally up a high number of people we bring to salvation, which we all know is kept on a whiteboard by God in heaven, and he gives a prize to the winner, right? No, it's not true at all. It's actually a little bit much. But anyway, deal with it. Many people believe that the number of folks we save actually matters. And while I'd argue that we all should be in pursuit of sharing the good news to as many as possible, the job of conversion isn't actually ours, but rather the job of the Holy Spirit. There's a great article on ChristianityToday.com titled, God Does Not Count Our Converts. And this is written by... uh, Mr. Larry Moyer, where he points out, God holds us responsible for contact, not conversion. What did Jesus commission his his disciples to do? Acts 1.8 says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witness to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. A witness tells what he or she knows. The disciples were to tell what they knew, starting at Jerusalem, the local city, 
the very city where Christ was rejected and crucified, they were to go from there to local areas of Judea. With Samaria mentioned and Galilee implied, this meant the outer area of Palestine. They were then to go to the end of the earth, which to the apostles likely would have been Rome, the capital of the empire and the place where people congregated from every quarter. The emphasis of the commission is on the disciples' responsibility to bring non or to bring Christ to non-Christians, not to bring non-Christians to Christ. Procl- proclamation was the issue, not the results. Mr. Hoyer also emphasizes that Christ taught that only he himself could bring the lost to himself by saying the responsibility of bringing the lost to Christ is on God's shoulders. It's not on the shoulders of his servants. Jesus explains in John 6, 44, that no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up that last day. Christ repeats that emphasis when he says, Therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my Father. People are so ensnared in sin that unless God draws them, they're hopeless. So, should we be more focused on how many people we get to become Christians, or should we put more effort in each day by sharing love and kindness to one another and being prepared and sharing how a life lived in Christ has made us the way we are? We all have free will, but only some of us have the knowledge of who our God is and what it means to have Jesus Christ as our Savior. Let's share the good news through our actions and words. Pray with me, y'all. Father God, thank you for selecting us to share your word and do your will. Thank you for providing us with the knowledge to understand how it is we are to live our lives and fulfill the purpose you have for us. I pray that others would search for you to find the purpose you have for them. Help us all serve you as you see fit. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that's all I have for this week's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light in the darkness.